Hello, hello, and welcome back to Holy Chatter. For those that have joined today, welcome. And for those that have been on this group for a while now, here we are again. And we're starting today with a chapter called Self-Control, Build Real Strength. Now, this whole chapter is going to be talking about um, how where self-control comes into play um, and what the point of self-control is and what self-control does for us and what it builds within us and the resilience that it creates within us and the strength that it creates within us where we're going to bring in so many different examples of where we have to restrain ourselves where normally we would want to blurt something out say something out of anger out of just spite out of gossip out of even wanting to help someone right and the act of self-control and what it does to us and for us so that's how we're going to start our holy chatter lessons and our lessons for our lesson for today is first of all he starts off and he says like this he says who wants to be wishy-washy and weak right no one wants to be a pushover we all want to be thought of as strong and sometimes that leads us to even being aggressive or maybe arrogant and insulting. We say it like it is and think we've shown courage and strength. But Perkyavos tells us like this, the person, the strong person is the one who controls his negative urges. Okay, the urge, the negative ones that come up. He's the one who thinks this is something I shouldn't say and stops before the hurtful words leave his mouth. Those are the muscles we expend effort to build when we really want to live like heroes, right? That is really, in essence, the highest strength that we have is in self-restraint when the negativity comes up for us in whatever area and we're able to be the masters and not have the urge be its, be the master over us, right? And it doesn't mean all or nothing. In the case of Lashon Hara, it does. But let's say in the case of food, it doesn't mean all or nothing. You can never have that pizza or you can never have that cake. It's if I want it right now and have so much urges that I'll wait another five minutes. And that creates self-control inside of me, which creates strength. Halacha number one. Should I assume that someone's outrageous plan against another person is true. So for example, you overhear someone plotting against another person, okay? But you have doubts that the person that's saying it would ever do what he's threatening. Are you allowed to go tell the potential victim? Okay, so the example that they give is like this. Your secretary in the office, you hear her, she feels very, very oppressed by her boss. And then you hear her saying to another coworker that she's going to delete a thousand emails that are super important and that she's going to quit her job. And let him figure it out. Should you tell the boss? Should you now go to the boss and say, I overheard your secretary say she's going to delete all these emails and she's going to quit on you? And the halacha is like this. The halacha is, if you hear someone speaking about an outrageous plan, a plot that is out of character for him, you can usually assume that he's fantasizing his revenge for a situation in which he feels stuck. Okay, if the person is now coming up with this like really crazy plan and it's totally out of character for the person, you can rest assured that probably it's coming out of a place of wanting to take revenge, out of pain, out of anger. Out of, he's not really going to act on, on his plan. Okay, in that case, repeating the information would be a toxic combination of Lashon Hara, Rechilas, and Moti Shemra. 
Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go into all these subjects of what is Lashon Hara, what is Rechilas, what is Motishimra. We're gonna end with those things. Last time I started with those things, now we're gonna end with those things. But just all you have to know for the halacha right now, it's that if it's unbelievable, it's unrepeatable. Okay, that's your bottom line. If it's unbelievable, it's not worthy. You're not allowed to repeat it. If it's something that's totally out of character, don't repeat it. It's coming out of other emotions right now and it's going to dissipate and it's going to go away and you repeating it and you running to tell is a combination of a lot of different transgressions together and really, really, really toxic. The second halacha, the better of two evils. Okay, sometimes a person is burning to speak Lashon Hara, not because he wants to ruin another person, but because he knows the truth. For example, you know of a couple that's getting divorced, and everyone in the community, community is saying how his wife is just breaking up the family, and he's, you know, he's such a good person, and you know him from this place or that place, and, and, and it's such a shame that she's doing this. But you, knowing that there are two sides to the story and you know the wife's side, you're not shocked at all because you also know that she's been suffering in a very cold and manipulative relationship for many years and all you want to do is blurt out the truth and say, you guys, you don't know what you're talking about. Maybe to you he's all Mr. Nice, but behind everyone else's, everyone's backs here, to his wife, to his family, he's downright terrible, terrible. Are you allowed to say that? Are you allowed to say the truth. So the answer is like this. Lashon Hara that is going to be spread is evil. The falsehood that everyone's saying, the, the, the lack of truth that everyone's spreading, that he's such a great guy and she's so terrible for breaking up the, fam- the family, is also evil. That's Shekhar, it's evil. But Lashon Hara is also evil. That's the thing. The two wrongs don't make a right. If you stay quiet, nothing will change. But if you speak Lashon Hara and you go and tell everyone, this is what's really going on behind closed doors, and this is what he's really doing to her, and she's just protecting herself, and yada, 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 you're going to set loose a whole host of negative repercussions on yourself and on the Jewish people because people will come back attacking you and people will come back asking you more questions and then people are going to go spreading it amongst other people. You are going to be the reason that all that's going to happen. There's little to be gained if in most disclosures, okay? And much to lose in the act of disclosing it. It's really important for you to know that there's the the few people that you're going to convince that she's in a hard relationship is not worth the many that are now going to spread all this gossip and speak in your name and say I don't really believe her and how does she know and all this 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 just this slew of negativity that's going to come from this. So that's the halacha that we're learning right now. We're learning these two halachos is if it's unbelievable, it's unrepeatable. And even if you really, really want to speak the Lashon Hara, not because you want to spew gossip and not because you want to get someone back, because you want to stand up for them and de- defend them, the little bit that it's going to do is not worth the outcome. It's not worth the outcome. The outcome is a tremendous amount of Lashon Hara. And we're going to learn the laws of To'elis, which means the laws of where you are allowed to speak. Okay, but that's not going to be yet. If you want to go back and learn those laws right now, you can. It's all in my podcast here. You can go back and learn all the laws, whatever. There's about 100 episodes here of different halachos that we've learned. Today we're continuing from where we left off 
and we're going to continue tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining. I'm going to also add in the tefillah that I highly recommend to say every single day against hearing Lashon Hara, against speaking Lashon Hara, against being around Lashon Hara, because as we know, Lashon Hara is one of the, energetically, one of the worst things that you can possibly bring into your life, hearing it and speaking it. It literally is, energetically speaking, it's something that blocks off so much goodness and bracha and it creates so much disunity and disharmony that in your life and the Jewish nation's life and all of it that it's just really 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 highly highly toxic and the mitzvah of staying away from it is tremendous we will reconvene tomorrow